Welcome back to the Pats Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Hensler, and together we're going to explore different facets of athletic training, our colleagues, and their stories. So stick around. Let's be better athletic trainers. Welcome back to the Pats Convention. I have Cecilia Yost, one of our formal, former uh, Pats presidents, and in fact, I, I believe you were the first female uh, Pats president that we've had. Yes, yes. So thank you for stopping by. Um, I'd love to hear more about your story, how you got into athletic training, where your career's taken you. Um, you're retired now, correct? Yes, I am I would, retired. I would absolutely love to see to hear your account on how you've seen the profession change throughout the years and what your take on the most important aspects of being an athletic trainer and what's the the most we can do for our athletes what's the most important part from your career as an educator as an athletic trainer um uh, what's like a a nice take home okay so starting at the beginning 1977 i first got certified and uh, my first job was Stroudsburg High School in okay. Northeastern Pennsylvania. And I was the first athletic trainer at the school. So um, one of my big jobs was to educate all the coaches about who I was and what yep. I do and what I don't do, and the athletes and also the parents. And um, I really love educating students about what their injury is and being, you know, they're compassionate, but as well as, well as you know, caring for the injury and then rehabilitating and just helping them through that that whole process. Get letting them know what's, what to expect, what to yeah. go on, how how they should be feeling, mm-hmm. and just, just kind of easing them through the whole process. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoy that. I just like getting to know them and having them comfortable with, okay, you are injured, but this is what this is what's going on and this is what's going to happen and you're going to get better. And then that transition for you into a faculty position. Yes. So at, when I came out of East Stroudsburg University, I had a degree in teaching as well as my athletic training. And um, so I also taught um, half of the day and I was athletic trainer the other half of the day. And what I taught in the school was at the high school, I taught a first aid athletic training class, which I wrote the curriculum at level one and level two, and they got certified in first aid and CPR, but then they also learned about ankle injuries, knee injuries, shoulder injuries, head injuries, and uh, a lot of athletes took the course. Um, I had students who were not athletic, but were really interested in pursuing a, an allied health career, and um, it was just an enjoyable class, and the, the kids enjoyed it, and, uh, and I enjoyed teaching it. That's awesome. That's yeah. one thing I've, I've noticed is that that whole educating your athlete on their injury um, some athletes are into it some are like no Phil just just get me get me get me back on, yeah. the, on the field yeah but the ones that really get into it I, I love working with because mm-hmm. they get invested in the rehab um, they get invested in their bodies and so now they're mm-hmm. understanding how how we function as a human um, our anatomy and, and how everything works and they go on to be um, honestly I, I think better athletes yeah, I, I would agree. They're, with they're that. more in tune with mm-hmm. with what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So, yeah. um, when did you start um, volunteering with Pats? When did you start getting uh, getting involved? I started getting involved. Um, I mean, I was a member and I came mm-hmm. to meetings and I really didn't know anybody, but I um, I met some people and I got involved in the 
mid, oh no, early 80s. Okay. And I was the membership chair. Okay. And that involved putting information into a computer. But this is an early computer. That's like that's like back in like the Commodore 64 yeah. days. It was actually an Atari. Okay. I had, yeah. That was the, that was the computer I had. <laughs> yeah, this is like ancient stuff. Right? I don't have that computer anymore. But um, so, and I had another local person help me, an athletic trainer help me, Frank Tatusco, who has unfortunately passed away, but he was a wonderful person and great athletic trainer, and he helped me, and we'd come to the meetings, and um, so that's how I got started, and then I met uh, Mark Kepler and Denny Clark, and then they, Dennis Clark is the one who encouraged me to run to be president, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was everybody's support along the way, and John Thatcher, he was treasurer of Pats for a while, and he encouraged me, and next thing you know, I was running for president, and I was president in 1990. 1990, awesome. Mm-hmm. How, what were the kind of hot topics back then? Oh, getting licensure. Licensure? That was, that was we were working towards that, working towards that. And that, then, and we didn't get licensure, because I remember when I was certified, it was still certification. Mm-hmm. Licensure didn't come to what, oh, ten. Oh, you're testing me now. I don't remember. So it's been so it's been that long, hard process to get yeah, licensure. It, it has been. It has okay. been. There were a lot of, you know, you had to get um, the doctors behind you. The doctors were behind us mm-hmm. for the most part, um, but then you had to get the physical therapists, and um, those were some hurdles along the way. And um, so we finally we finally got it. I think it was either John Hoths tenure as president or Greg Janik. I don't know. It was right around the time I was certified and I was doing so much. I don't even think I would have, I would have realized it when I renewed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> those first few years, those first few years I went hard. Some people have it, you know, those, those dates seared into their mind, yep. but I do not. So I apologize. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. How has the profession changed over your tenure? Well, you know, the profession, um, it certainly has grown, and there's gotten to be more females, um, and we've gotten more athletic trainers in the high schools, which is really important for uh, student-athlete care. And um, I think it's become um, stronger as far as um, science base, okay. you know, and um, you know the evidence-based research has helped, and you know, but. The bottom line is we're still caring for the for the athletes, and that part hasn't changed, right. you, know, you know. But um, you know, it's just that we have more resources at our fingertips. I think. Awesome. Um, being one of, oh, being the first female um, Pats president, and I mean, early on in the '80s, there weren't mm-hmm. very many female athletic trainers. Were there any hurdles, or what did you have to mm-hmm. overcome? How <laughs> difficult? I can't imagine how difficult that that could have been. Well. You know, I, I think I was naive. Well, I know I'm naive. I still am. But naive to the fact that I was going to have hurdles. But, um, you know, I just, I knew my job and I knew my I knew my responsibilities. And educating the football coaches, um, educating those um, of that generation that maybe had a little narrower view about women and, and sports injuries. And uh, that was a big hurdle. And... Um, but the big thing was I had a really strong athletic director who enforced this is, this is the job of the athletic trainer. And if, they, if, that, if she says that athlete cannot play, that's it. It's done deal. 
until okay. they, until a physician over you know says right. until they come back with a note saying so if she says no then so that really helped if i didn't have a strong athletic director then it would have been a much harder job that's that's in my experience a strong athletic director is worth their weight in gold yeah like mm-hmm. that just it it um kind of heads off the battles that don't need to happen right exactly exactly yeah. it allowed us to do the job that we were hired to do. Plus then you have your, your coaches buy into the program more mm-hmm. and they're more mm-hmm. active in their, yeah. um, their athletes rehab yeah. and return to play yeah. and um, more engaged in, in with the athletic trainer. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think those programs do better because of it. Yeah. So with it, one time I had to use this line with my football coach. I said, I said listen, I'm not telling you what play to, to call in football. So you're not gonna tell me how to take care of my athletes' injuries. There so, you go. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I had to get a little feisty. You know? Sometimes you do. Sometimes yeah. you really yeah. do. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. so um, retired now? Yes, I am retired. Um, hobbies? Well, I love to play tennis. Okay. And um, so I retired in 2013 okay. from the school. And then a year later, the head tennis coach said they needed a, an assistant. And I said, I love to play tennis. I don't know about coaching. She said, Seal, you're a, te- you're a teacher. You can, you can do this. So now I'm coaching. I'm assistant tennis coach at the high school I retired from. But I love Couldn't it. Couldn't stay away long. No, Couldn't stay no. Away long. I, love I love the it. love the kids, and they're just wonderful to work with. And, uh, and I still play tennis. I play USTA tennis because it's levels. You know, you mm-hmm. have a certain level, and I play within my level. I've improved. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that's what I love to do. I love to garden and play tennis and come to meetings. I'm thrilled to be here this year so that I can see all my athletic trainer friends that yep. I haven't seen because of COVID. So it's I wonderful. Know. This is this is awesome to yeah, be back at a, at a like, legitimate on uh, in-person convention. Yeah, yeah, really enjoy it. So that's what I've been up to. So here's a deep take. What does being an athletic trainer mean to you? What does it mean to me? Um, well, first of all, I, my, my greatest love is athletic training as far as um, a profession. Um, just being compassionate, caring, um, but at the same time knowledgeable and, uh, and using those skills to, to help that athlete get better and improve. I love so. it. I love it. I love that answer. <laughs> I don't know. It's off the top of my head. That's, no, I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. What's um, it mean to you? Advocacy. Being yeah. the advocate for your athlete. We are we are their voice, yeah. um, especially when you're when you're working with. I mean, anywhere from pro to mm-hmm. our youth athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, being that voice of reason. I love that advocate. Yeah. yeah. Make, making sure that they are getting the care that they need, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's best for their goals. Yeah. And um, that's that was always. Um, my favorite part of the profession. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. I have one more question. Oh. And it is. Where do you where do you think the profession is headed? So from from where you started in the seventies and eighties yeah. to when you retired, um, uh-huh. where do you see it heading? Where do you see the profession in 10 years? Wow. Um, 
there's still there's still student athletes that aren't being cared for. So I think just the, the full reaching, you know, when you look across the United States and then you look at Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania has incredible athletic trainer presence. So I see it reaching those that are unserved. And um, again, the tools and then the scientific basis for why we do what we do. It's just, just improving. I'd love to see more athletic trainers in more schools. Yeah, I would. It would be, especially more of the rural schools. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Because I know those are hard to find, um, hard to find candidates for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Awesome. The funding for that, you know, yes. with budget cuts and all of that, so, yeah, it's hard. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much for sharing your story. Yeah. I, I, love, you. I love hearing the stories about where we were, how we transitioned to where we are now, and and what what the take is on the future. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I only got into the field in 06. That was the first year I was certified. And, um, you know, I, I know it was different in the past, but mm-hmm. sometimes to grow, we have to know how, where we started. Yeah. And I appreciate your story. And thank you so much for thank all you. of your service to Athletic Training. Okay, thank you. Pats. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. It's wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Well, enjoy the rest of the convention. Hope you okay. see some more friends. Yes. And, uh, take care. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of the Pats Podcast. If you liked what we did here, please remember to like and consider subscribing to the episodes. Uh, leave a comment if you have any questions um, or you want to hear any topics or if you want to become involved in helping with the podcast. Um, Until next time, I'm Philip Hensler, and this was the Pats Podcast.